So it's here, the big week of the season for the Arsenal Women FA Cup final weekend coming up. Um, exciting days ahead here, the next couple of days. So obviously tonight we're going to be looking ahead to that big FA Cup final on Sunday, of course, against Chelsea. We're going to obviously look at the Barcelona game as well, which will be coming up before next week's show as well. So we need to look ahead to that. We're going to briefly look back at the Man United game, the last game that we played. We haven't done a show since then. And also as well, the 5th of December is quite a historic day for women's football, um, the centenary of when it was originally banned. So we're going to sort of have a little look at that as well and how women's football's changed perhaps, you know, in over recent years and, you know, getting the FA Cup final back on and stuff, the 50th, um, 50th year since the very first Women's FA Cup final as well. So loads of great stuff to come. So let's get started. We've got a full house tonight, obviously, for the FA Cup final week. It's always good to see. Obviously, Andreas back again. Are you doing you okay? Yeah, okay. Thank you. Looking forward to the show and, of course, to the next matches. Yeah, it's a big week, isn't it? Coming up to two absolutely massive games for the Arsenal women. It's going to be a great week, I'm sure. Um, Matt, as well, welcome back. You okay? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. I've not been well, actually, this week, so I'm struggling at the minute, but uh, I'll, I'll get through. Um, obviously, the first time we spoke, obviously, since you did the vlog for the Man United game as well, that was great. Thanks for doing yeah, that. Um, well, enjoyed it on the channel as well, so it was good. That, that was really good, that, and obviously, it was a good win in the end. We will talk about that <laughs> soon as well. And, of course, Amar as well. Back again. How are you doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, not too bad, yeah. I might just join in only for a short while today because I've had my injection, so uh, might, we might just pop out after about half an hour or so. Okay, no, no, as long as you can, it might be great. Yeah. Um, we've got a comment already in the chat from Jack there. He says, hello, how are you doing, Jack? Thanks for tuning in. Um, so I suppose, you know, before we get on to the big business of uh, the big weekend that we've got coming up, of course, at Wembley, uh, we did have a game a couple of weeks ago nearly now. Uh, big game it was in the WSL, actually, and we did come out on top. Um, a good victory in the end. So we'll just have a quick uh, brief recap on that, first of all. <laughs> So it's a big game, that wasn't it? We had to win following the draw against Manchester United. Obviously, Chelsea won their game, so it was massively important that we picked up three points. And it was a, it was a difficult game. We would have better say we deserved to win, but the goals again took a long while to come, didn't they, Andrea? Second half again, we we couldn't make the breakthrough in the first half. Bit nervy, wasn't it, uh, for a while? Yeah, it's uh, so long ago. Uh, I can't really remember <laughs> exactly, but uh, I remember uh, that it was a difficult first half, but. Uh, all in all, the match was better than I expected, and mm. of course, uh, it was it was good to, to score early in the second half. We've uh, scored the first, and then uh, the penalty by by Katie. So, uh, yeah, I expected it more difficult, and so I think uh, we we really did a good job there. And and two nil is, is a decent win. It was it was really necessary because Chelsea had won, uh, so. Uh, to, to keep the first position, yeah, but uh, I think 
we can really be satisfied with this. Uh, last year we lost uh, at Man United. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, no, no, it was it was an important win, and it, it, it was quite a nervy game. I mean, obviously, Matt, you was in the stadium. Um, was that coming across it at the time in the crowd? Was it was everyone getting a little bit tense? Because obviously, the, the longer it went at nil nil, it was I was getting quite tense watching it. I know that. No, I mean, um, sorry, I'll try that again. No, <laughs> um, I was absolutely loving it. The away fans were giving a lot of banter to Man United fans. Yeah. Um, I honestly. When I look at that game, I think the away support carried the team to that result. Mm. I know we've had problems this season scoring that first goal in that first half. We should have yeah. scored when yeah. Beth Mead hit the post. I don't think yeah. anyone shouted louder than I did. <laughs> um, and I'm pretty sure when we go on to the next two goals, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more in depth about that. But it was a brilliant game and we deserved the definitely deserved the points. No, we did, yeah. I thought we were the better team throughout, actually. It's just, again, we aren't putting the chances away early in games, are we? So, um, and obviously it came back to haunt us a little bit against Tottenham the week before. And that was, I think that was on everyone's mind a little bit when we hadn't scored in the first half. We said we had chances in the, in the woodwork again. And you're thinking, is it going to be another one of them days? But in the end, Amar, we did come through and got the goals mm -hmm. and got in massively important for going into this cup final. I think if Chelsea had overtaken us, having when we'd led mm -hmm. from the start, it would have been a big psychological kind of swing. So I think it was important for that point of view as well, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, we always thought that Chelsea was going to blow at Birmingham. I mean, quite yeah. frankly, they're, they're well, to be to put it as polite as possible, or put it in the politest possible way, they are the weakest team in this league. And so I mean, it doesn't surprise me especially when he's um, with the strength and depth that Chelsea have got. But, I mean, yeah, it, they sent out the... they. Uh, I think they played actually after we did, so it was important, actually, that we kept the momentum yeah. going. And, yeah, whilst, yeah. Uh, whilst the Beth hit the bar and Kim had a shot save, I thought, oh, no, let's not have a, be one of those games again. But I always had faith in the team. Once they... And United, even though they, they always... When, when you press them, when you press teams high, like we do a lot of the time... And the way they play out of the back, I always thought it's only a matter of time. And so, yeah, and once once Viv got that goal in the second half, I was always thought we could get stronger from that. So, yeah, it was good. Yeah, the first goal was massively important, wasn't it? Because we saw that the previous game against Tottenham where we conceded first and it was an uphill struggle. So, to get that first goal, it was a strange goal, actually, wasn't it? The goalkeeper, I don't know whether the yeah. sun was in her eyes because she seemed to be in one corner of the goal, left a big, massive gap. And obviously, when Viv's got the ball that close to the goal, you leave that much space, you're going you're gonna to be punished. Uh, it was a bit of a strange goal, but it's what we needed. Give us that little lift. And then after that, in the end, we could have scored three or four goals, couldn't we? We could have dominant yeah. after the first goal and you could just yeah. sense how much everyone relaxed. Yeah. And I say we got the job done, and luckily as well, we didn't. We got through it without uh, without any more injury problems as well. I know Kim Little had to go off with a mm -hmm. looked at a little bit of an injury, but mm -hmm. um, I think she's okay now, which is which is great. They took her off as a precaution, I think, more than anything. Um, and in the end, of course, we got um, we did get the victory. So I mean, that I think that was to say psychologically really important that we won that game, and we did. And it just goes to show the character that this team's got as well. You know, we've got yeah. all of that. But the character that they showed to, to get the job done uh, when the pressure was on as well. I thought we had a lot of pressure on us going into that game, actually. As Andreas yeah. said, we lost this that fixture the season before. Um, we know that Man United have got good players, they're a good side, um, and yeah. we did a very professional job and um, and got it done, which was good. So, I mean, I don't want to sort of spend too long on that game, really, because it was two weeks ago now. Um, Empress in the chat there says, Good evening, Richard. Good evening. Uh, thanks for tuning in. 
Hope you're well. Um, I mean, what we need to look at, obviously, it's a massive weekend, isn't it? It's the, one of the biggest weekends of football yeah. season, you know, in men's and women's game, the FA Cup final. It doesn't get any bigger than that, does it? So we really need to spend some time looking forward to what's going to probably be the game of the season, I believe. Couldn't be better, could it? The two best teams in the country going head-to-head at Wembley in the final. Of course, we, 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 yeah, we played Chelsea in the final before, as we know. We've won one and they've won one. Um, so, so, yeah, so this is going to perhaps be the, you know, the, the one that swings it one way or the other. But obviously, we know how tough it's going to be, but we also know the potential to be a really, really good game of football because the Emirates game earlier in the season was a fantastic game of football, a real good advert for women's football, actually. And we obviously came out on top, which made it better. But um, I'm expecting... Maybe not quite as open a game, actually. I think it will be a little no. bit tighter, but I'm expecting it to be a good game of football. I mean, Andreas, what are you kind of thinking ahead of this? Obviously, everyone seems to be pretty fit, don't they? Both teams haven't really got too many problems. I know Leah Williamson's out for us, which is a blow. But other than that, it seems like everybody else is fit, aren't they? Which is which is good news. Yeah, um, you, you can't have it better. It's it's the uh, yeah the match of the two best teams in the season in in such a location. Um, mm-hmm. It's a dream for every player, and I, I think for us uh, spectators or fans, it's also the the most the most possible match that uh, that you can have. And uh, yeah, it's great that that we have most of our players fit. Uh, to, today I read that uh, Jen and Simone are back in the squad, uh, but Tobin won't make it, mm-hmm. and of course Leah is out. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, it's it's something something special, and and the location Wembley is is a dream for everyone. So I expect a really fantastic match, and I'm sure it, it will be very tough, very close match. But we will we will see uh, a technical uh, fantastic match because it's top players on both sides, and we will see goals. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And the match is 50-50. It's, it's open. Yeah, it will be the, the slightest difference will decide, I think. And, and we won't see two or three nil, but uh, oh. yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll we'll see extra time. And <laughs> oh, could, don't say penalties. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't, don't want penalties. Please, don't mention penalties, yeah. It's all right for Andreas to talk about penalties. He's German, so he's used to winning penalty <laughs> exactly. shootouts. We, we don't yeah, quite have that sort of luxury, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. when it comes to penalties. It's, yeah. it's a bad thing for us. Exactly. We don't like watching it. Um, Sitting on the TV and, and watching a penalty show. No, no, no. Please not. I'd buy this <laughs> no. if, I'm, if they go to penalties on Sunday, I'm hiding, man. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, I think we'll all be hiding because we definitely don't really want penalties. But I suppose if we win it on penalties, we won't mind too much. But it'll certainly be a stressful half an hour, won't it? Where we watch him, I suppose. But Manu's a good keeper, yeah. Yeah, no, there's two good goalkeepers actually. And obviously, oh, yeah. and, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. obviously, Manu's got a great record at saving penalties, so maybe we've got a slight advantage there, perhaps. But anyway, let's hope it doesn't go that far. Let's hope we win it before it gets to that. But I totally agree, Andrea. So I think it is going to be a really tight game and it is difficult to, to know who might win it at this stage. It's impossible to predict, actually, because the, the two teams, they are the two two best teams in the league by an absolute mile, two of the best teams in Europe, yes. actually, let's be honest. Yes. And it is going to be uh, a fascinating a fascinating game more than anything, isn't it? Because it's, you know, I think Emma Hayes is going to want to get revenge for their league defeat without a shadow of a doubt. And it's going to be interesting to see how tactically... Jonas approaches the game because he got it spot on, didn't he? That first game of the season, tactically, he was brilliant that day. 
and brilliant, yeah. yeah but emma would have looked at that and she'll be working on a plan no doubt to counteract that this time so it's not going to be the same game at all so it's going to be interesting isn't it? i mean matt what are you thinking i think it's going to be a real tactical battle this isn't it between the two coaches as much as anything else yeah and perhaps it might even be a psychological battle for the wsl as well mm. uh, potentially this could be this could be plays again in the uh, in the summer in the in the um, next final as well, um, so it, it could potentially be both teams battling for the, the, the two titles and one, uh, two FA Cups in the same season. Seems yeah. a bit odd, but it happens. Um, I think the main issue I would probably say is that both teams are brilliant. They've got so many international superstars. I've just seen, I've just had a quick look um, because the last time I did my updates, uh, I didn't know who was available and who wasn't. Um, Herder is now available to play. Oh, yeah. And Sam Kerr has, is able to play. Okay. So read into that whatever you like, which probably means she's a starter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Knowing our luck, we don't like her much and she'll end up scoring one of the goals. <laughs> yeah, um, probably. But it, it, uh, it's going to be a fascinating watch. It's going to be Wembley. Um, it'll be interesting mm. to see how many people actually turn up as well. We're over the 40,000 mark as well. Mm. Uh, because of the new COVID regulations, that may yeah, yeah. decide to be uh, slimmed a little bit. Um, but it'll be definitely interesting to see this game. Definitely live at Wembley as well. And mm. it's the first one back since COVID. So hopefully yeah. it will be one that lives up to it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the last time Arsenal and Chelsea played in the FA Cup final, uh, 2018, it was a record crowd for yeah. a women's FA Cup final. So let's, yeah. there's a possibility to beat that this time as well. Certainly with the, the tickets that's been sold so far, it could, could even break that record. And you, you'd, you'd say it probably deserves to break that record because I think since 2018, I think Arsenal and Chelsea have both improved their squad of players mm -hmm. and played better football. And I think that this potentially is going to be an even better game than the, than the previous finals that we've played against yeah. Chelsea, which, you know, one one win for each of us, actually. So I suppose, you know, this is the decider maybe for now. But um, <laughs> I mean, Emma, what, what are you expecting from this game? It is going to be, mm. it's impossible to call in at this point, isn't it? To be honest, you just, it could go either way, as Andrea says. Yeah, it's good. Well, they always tend to be tight, intense affairs. I know our mm, recent yeah. record in, well, not just cup finals, in the league and in general isn't isn't great i think that was our first, when we beat them in september that was our first win against them in something like three years or something i think since we beat them yeah, five yeah, nil at kings meadow if you yeah, that famous right. game only when won the title in joe's first season but yeah no i think they're so evenly matched and uh could go either way and basically yeah, yeah. I, I don't know i mean of course we want our girls to do well and and uh obviously bring them the trophy but we just don't know because it's a it's it's a coin flip basically that's what i say just toss a coin <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's definitely that sort of game, isn't it? I mean, I think that the fact that we did beat them at the beginning of the season mm. is a big, massive boost for us because, as you said, yeah. we hadn't beaten them for a long time. They seemed mm. to have a, a, a sort of a, a little kind oh, of spell yeah. on us, didn't they? We just couldn't yeah. beat them, no matter how well we played. Do you remember the league game last season at home when we scored about five minutes to go and then they got an injury time equaliser, didn't they? And Sam Kerr missed the one-on-one as well. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, that kind of sums it up for me a little bit against Chelsea, or, or it did. The fact that we did get over the line in, in September, the first league game, I think that's a massive bonus yeah, for, for us now. Because I think if we'd gone into this game without beating them for all that time, I think that would have given Chelsea an advantage over mm -hmm. us to start with straight away. But now mm -hmm. that's been taken away. And I think it evened it out a little bit more now. And I think it's it, 
it could well we know it could go either way the two great teams it's just going to be it's a great occasion actually and i think that as well because it is it is the 50th year since the first women's fa cup final in 1971 right. i think it's um it's the ideal kind of celebration of that in a way the two best teams playing each other at wembley with hopefully a, a record crowd or certainly be, be not far off a record crowd for a women's fa cup final as well and i think it just goes to show doesn't it exactly how far the women's games certainly the last 50 years but yeah. you know even more so in recent years i mean you, you look back to that first fa cup final 1971 southampton played against a team from scotland that no one's ever heard of and that kind of that's what the women's game was like back then yeah. you know what i mean and and the, the way that it's grown and you know it's it's i suppose it's uh it's justice in a way that maybe this game falls on the 100th anniversary of the the first time when women's football was actually banned in 1921 december the 5th so it's oh, well, yeah. kind of it's a great kind of day to to have the cup final on the the 50th one on the 100th anniversary of when women's football was actually banned initially it took 50 years to come yeah, back yeah. there was actually a woman called patricia gregory who was behind getting right. women's football restarted in late 60s and i say to the start of the 1970s so she's maybe been the, the modern pioneer maybe the women's game and i'm sure that she must be delighted with how the women's games progressed over the years. I mean, Andreas, I know you, you've kind of maybe got into it quite recently, as many of us have actually, but the, the, the way it's changed, even in the last five or six years, has been incredible, hasn't it, for the women's football in general? Uh, it, has, it has developed uh, unbelievable. Uh, even four or five years ago, it was not, not the same... Uh, yeah, no. Some intensity, uh, uh, speed, uh, technique, everything mm -hmm. has improved a lot. Uh, even uh, the, the the level of the goalkeepers has improved yeah. extremely yeah. in the last ten years. Yeah. So uh, it's it's yeah, it, it's another another game compared to ten years ago, and and the development uh, goes on and on. And if you if you compare the the both teams from the final. Uh, it's the, the best players uh, of, of Europe or of, from the world, uh, the Australians, not to forget, uh, in these both, both teams. And it's the best you can wish. I think everybody is happy to have this this match, these these both teams in the final. It's okay. the best. And even yeah. for the for the WSL, uh, it's, it's the best that could happen. If you have a final Arsenal versus West Ham or, or Everton or Chelsea versus Birmingham, it, it wouldn't be... <laughs> same attraction as no. this match has. Um, no. Yeah, I think we're, we're all looking forward to this match and can't wait. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's going to be, I'm sure it's going to be, a, I'll say, a really big advert for the modern women's football, how, how it has changed and how it's improved and everything that's good about women's football should be on show on Sunday at Wembley. I'll say on a fitting anniversary as well, the 100th year, I'll say, since, you know, it seems incredible to think that women's football is actually banned and it wasn't allowed yeah. to be played for 50 years. It's, it's incredible when you think about it. Uh, yeah. And you look at how it, how it is now, and I say there could be not, not far off 50,000 fans at Wembley on Sunday to see the final, you know. And, and anybody, uh, what I would say is anybody that maybe hasn't watched a lot of women's football, watch the final on Sunday and you'll be, yeah. I think yeah. you'll be amazed at how much it's changed. If you last watched women's football properly maybe four or five years ago, and you might have thought, well, it's not that great. Watch yeah. this game on Sunday, and I'm telling you, you will be amazed uh, how how the improvements are and what great the quality of the football that you see you know and he, even you know obviously these are the best two teams but even lower down the wsl now the standard of football is still at a really high level 
um, and it's, it's amazing. It's going to be great to to give it this this platform, you know, to the world. Really, you know, the FA Cup final. Uh, I say these two teams. I mean, Matt. Obviously, as I said, you know, it, it seems incredible, doesn't it? The women's football was banned for such a long time, and and now we, we you can't even imagine there not being uh, the WSL or, or women not playing football, can you? You just can't imagine what that must be like. Yeah, I think it's impacted our lives in different ways. If you think about it. Mm. Um, one myself from I, if, if I wasn't watching the women's right now, I would have probably been still moaning about the Man United result last night. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I would pro I'm going to make a cheeky comment about Mikel Arteta uh, showing that he he needs to take some notes and watch what Jonas is doing with the women because he need, he knows what he's doing. Um, but yeah, this is a huge celebration. And it will be great to see that it carries on. Um, I think we're going to have to talk about Viv later on. Uh, so I'll save that, I'll save something that I've marked on there because she's made some good comments. But it's all about making sure that there's consistency, uh, sustainability, and the development is there. And these are just small, small steps on the way. If you can get a get TV deal, as long as we don't go along the Premier League line lines where people are paying excess amount of money and player wages mm. are over paying yeah. these transfer fees as long as yeah. it stays as, as sort of as it is because that's its unique selling point compared to the men's mm. there's more accessibility and you can relate to some of the players um i was really happy when i went to the game against manchester united and managed to get photos with both mccabe and viv um yes. and that's it's not many times you could turn around to uh any any arsenal game and turn around and say can i have a photo and they say yeah sure yes yeah. just doesn't really happen so it's important that this carries on it's important that it stays with you and we carry on yeah. this uh i'd say celebration of women's football as well it's as uh mm -hmm. community because that's what it is at the end of the day is a community and everyone likes to talk to each other, even if you support Chelsea, uh, if you support Arsenal, there'll probably be a few people mixing and chatting to each other after the game. And it's great to see. Yeah. It's nothing like that in the world right now. No, no, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, it, it's 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 great, isn't it? And I hope that women's football doesn't go like you said. What's happening with, in the women's game now? You can get photos with the players. You can chat to the players after the game. They'll come over to the fans. That used to happen in the men's game a lot more than it does these days. You know, years and years ago. That used to be what it was like. And obviously the money's come into the Premier League and stuff and it's changed. And I'm hoping, like like you said, I'm hoping it doesn't change in the women's game because it is it is what makes it unique, isn't it? There's a unique atmosphere in the stadiums, as, as you know, as you've experienced now yourself as well this season. And that's a great thing. And I think that we don't want to lose that. You know, and although we want more money into the game, we want more exposure for the women's game. And it's great what's happened in the last few years. Ultimately, though, we don't want to take away that uniqueness about it we don't want it to become the new premier league really do we because i think that would spoil it and it would spoil it for everybody and, and I, I don't want it to go down that route i mean i mean am I, is that kind of uh, what you think about this really do you, do you do you want to see the women's game stay as it is in a way but the, the quality of the football on the pitch and the money coming into it to grow but not to lose that kind of connection with the fans yeah it's important as as the i think it was matt who said yeah we don't follow the Premier League route and then all this money gets pumped in and then, I don't know, you see like with all the stations that 
well, all the TV channels and stations. It's good that now they're even broadcasting the WSL more so on radio. And the way it's, the way it's just, I think, more so since the last World Cup in France has just gone yeah, through the roof and that yeah. connection with the fans has just gone up a notch. So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to see, uh, even now, who would have thought, like, say, five, ten years ago, that even Sky would do a deal to show the arguably no, the best yeah. women's league in the world. So, I mean, leave it as it is. Keep on trying to make it out, reach out, reach out. Uh, yeah, keep on reaching out to the masses and uh, mm. that connectivity with the fans. And, uh, yeah, whilst whilst uh sorry i just lost a bit for words but no whilst they yeah, keep as is currently but then only if they want if, if it continues to grow then yeah maybe look to expand it but as you say don't go down the premier league route and uh yeah just a point just a quick point i'd make on the fact that about the anniversary that's important because i watched a really good program i don't know if it's still available about um when football banned women i think it was claire mm. boarding who did it on channel four so yeah that was quite good as well so if if any of you haven't watched it watch it yeah. no definitely yeah i mean there's a lot of history behind women's football actually not yeah, always exactly. a, not, yeah. a, not a good history either really so it's yeah. great what, what's been happening in recent years and and you're 100 right you know we want the, the women's football to grow and we want it to expand but we don't want it to lose its heart and soul which i think the men's game has lost in the, in the, the sort of since the Premier League started and Tom really, in the chat there, really, exactly. he says 100% Matt, these ladies are delivering time and time again, 100% committed uh, commitment attacking football from start to finish. And that's the other thing as well, isn't it? The way that they play, you don't get negative yeah. tactics so much, do you? It's teams wanting to go out and win the game. You don't get rolling around on the floor, no, all that kind of stuff, which ruins the men's game. And you don't yeah. get none of that. And I'm hoping it stays like that because um, it is refreshing to see. And yeah. Long may that continue. I just hope that the more that money comes in, the more cynical things become, don't they? The more winning takes over because yeah. of the money at stake to, to win and to lose and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. And I hope that it doesn't. I'm hoping it doesn't do that to, to the women's game. But just the mm -hmm. point about things have grown. Arsenal's first FA Cup final was in 1993, the women, obviously. Wow. Uh, and there was a crowd of 3,500 at Oxford. Arsenal beat Doncaster Bells 3 0. Now, on Sunday, it could be a crowd of 50,000 wow. at Wembley. And it just shows, doesn't it, the growth in the that's game. And that's just since 93, when our first final, of course, you know, there's been, there was many finals before that as well, 20 odd years before that. So it just goes to show, doesn't it, how, yeah. how it's grown. And it's, it is fantastic to see. And it's long may it continue because it's been, it's been fantastic. Um, I say Tom was in the chat there. He says, evening, lads. Rajendra as well. How are you doing, mate? Um, he says, obviously, talking about Sunday, it depends how the ladies come back from the internationals. I think yes. most of them are fit, aren't they? I don't think we've had any injuries. It's just tiredness and stuff. But Chelsea have had the same problem. So I don't think it's going to be an advantage to either of us or them, really, the internationals. Let's hope mm -hmm. that uh, our, our players... Um, I don't know. I mean, obviously, that they've got... Obviously, Sam Kerr would have been flying over to Australia and stuff. So maybe she's going to be more tired. Let's hope so. Regina um, says, I've got my receipt from Arsenal box office uh, for the Wembley game, but the ticket has not been sent to me. Uh, for the game, well, not, not yet. Uh, block 109, he's in uh, row 30. Yeah, I mean, I'm in block 108. Um, I think Matt's in you 109 as well, Matt. Or is it you? I am. Um, I'm just gonna double check this because I've got it in front of me. I'm um, 112, so maybe we could meet up. Yeah, yeah, see. yeah 112. First row. Oh, are you in 112? I'm 112 as well. So, yeah, I can oh, see wow. you. You might be quite close together. I'm a little bit further around to the side. I've got my tickets from the FA as opposed to waiting for Arsenal to put them on sale. So, that's why. Yeah, I, I think I've got mine from Wembley Stadium, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I've got mine from here. Yeah, I've got it from all sort of from the FA. So, um, I'm in I the call by the corner flag. From Wembley first, and then I went to the Arsenal site. So, I've got a spare ticket if anyone wants it. And Andy? Oh, okay. Come on, Andy. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Andy. 
You can't fly in though, Kenny. That's the problem. Fly over, Andy. The only problem is it will be towards the Chelsea fans. So, oh, no, that's no good. They won't have any fans anyway. It's going to be 45,000 45, Arsenal fans and 2,000 Chelsea fans stuck in the corner. That's what it will be like. Uh, Tom, Tom's in row in, in 112 as well. So, there's going to be quite a few in 112. That must be the place to be, I think. Um, singing that, sections, that's where it's going to be. Yeah, it'll be it? The, it will be the singing section. Yeah, I'll pick my dad for the first time. That'll be interesting. So let's see. Yeah. <laughs> will it? Okay, that'd be good. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's, it's it's going to be it is going to be an unbelievable occasion, and that's that's and not only for Arsenal fans and Chelsea fans, but as I say, for women's football in general. And it's great Definitely. that the world is going to be watching. And let's hope it is a good game, and let's hope it can be a game that we can all enjoy. Um, mm. You know, regardless of the result, obviously we want to win. And it'll be fantastic if we do. And, and I agree with, was it Matt who said that before? Was it you, Amar, that said that this game could be significant in the title race as well? Yeah, it was Matt, yeah. Yeah, whoever wins this game yeah. has got an advantage, haven't they, going into the rest of the season anyway yeah. now? So, it, yeah, exactly. So it's a big game on that score as well, not just to win the FA Cup, which would be great, but also where it could take us throughout the season as well. So, yeah, it, it's going to be, it's a brilliant occasion. I say it's, it is great that the, the world's going to be watching the two, English women's football, you know, mm-hmm. and the two most successful teams in, in sort of recent Chelsea more recently, but obviously Arsenal in history, historically the most successful women's team ever. And you know, we won the FA Cup fourteen times in the women, same as the men, which is incredible. Yeah, especially um, definitely. Yeah, and and the, the second highest is eight, so that's how far ahead we are. That's how, how much more successful we've been in this competition mm-hmm. than any other competition. So uh, it's our cup really, and we need to get it back. Uh, Man City have had it a couple of times. We need to get it back. And Chelsea did beat us last time. So we want yeah. revenge for that as well. So it, yeah. it is a big game. And I, I want to wipe the smile off Emma's face as well. Because uh, <laughs> a smug little smile does my head in. So we need to wait, make sure that on, on Sunday night she's not very happy. And, uh, you know, we don't want to see her smiling, do we? Because that, that's not very good. So, yeah, I mean, it is going to be a, a brilliant, brilliant game and a great occasion. And, um, yeah, it's, it is going to be a lot of fun. Um, Shall I think what we'll do before we move away from this a little bit? Let, let's give a little score prediction, shall we? I know Matt's oh, going to say Chelsea will be fine. Andreas, what are you going to predict? It is it is tough to predict too much, but what what are your, what is your, what's your prediction? What are you thinking? Very difficult to say. Uh, uh, of course, I want I want us to win. Uh, I say it will be a very close and tough match and. Uh, it, it it won't be decided early for for, for one side. No, uh, as I said, I think there will be uh, goals. Maybe maybe one one after uh, ninety minutes, and and then in extra time two two, and and the next goal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope we can avoid the penalty shootout. And so, uh, yeah, I have to be opt- optimistic. I say we win three two after extra time. Wow! Strikers at, at both sides. So, if you see on on our side, it's it's uh, Viv, Beth, Katie, Caitlin, <laughs> and on the other side, uh, it's Sam Kerr, Frank Kirby, uh, Jesse Daniel Harder, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Beth England, Daniel Harder, Beth Lawrence. England, yeah. Ah, it's yeah. yeah. Ah, okay, three two after extra time. <laughs> And, and I think everybody would be happy with this. Well, everyone oh. apart from Chelsea and Emma Hayes, but don't worry about that. that that's fine. We'll get up to her. But no, I mean, that would be quite a, a nervy couple of hours, wouldn't it? Having to sit through that. But uh, it, I mean, it'd be great anyway, I'm sure. And yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it does go to extra time. I've got to be honest, because there's so little to choose. 
between the teams. I think both teams' weaknesses defensively and both teams' strength is in attack. And it could be a lot of goals. It, obviously, there was five goals in the league game. I mean, Matt, what are you thinking? Are you are you a bit more optimistic than normal about this game, seeing it's a cup final as opposed to the league games? Well, um, I'm, I've been thinking about it a lot and it does seem, a draw does seem quite likely. Um, like, like Andreas was saying, they've got talent all over the place. Um, I would, if I had to pick out four of their best players, it would be Kerr, Kirby, Berger and Bright as their best players. Ooh, interesting. Um, it's anything can happen at Wembley. That's the yeah. main main thing. Uh, last time we played Chelsea, I said we were going to lose 2-1 and we ended up winning 3-2. So, um, <laughs> so <laughs> this is why I don't do predictions. And every time I predict it, I make sure I get it wrong. So if I say 2-1 Chelsea... I, I, who knows what's going to happen? Well, hopefully it will be the same as what happened before, and we win three two, like Andreas yes. says. That, I'm hoping good. that Ian Wright's going to go running around across Wembley and shouting "Beth me" when she goes and scores <laughs> the winner. <laughs> he may well do that. Actually, that would be good to see, wouldn't it? He, well, he, hopefully he, with clothes on, yeah. Yeah, he, 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 yeah. Hopefully big, with the clothes on. He, he's been a big supporter, isn't he? The Arsenal women, so fair play to Wright right, as well. Um, yeah. Oh, I, I mean, Emma, what, what, what's your kind of prediction for that? It is, it's so difficult, isn't yeah, it, to, to give a prediction tough. for this game, really? But we, we might as well give a prediction since we're here talking about it. Yeah, no, I've been thinking about it and I'm thinking this could be one for the ages. I mean, haven't been, if you go down recent years, there haven't been actually that many closely, well, have been closely fought, but in terms of the scoreline, they haven't really been thrillers mm. in a sense. Something just tells me it could be a bit of a thriller. And I don't know, something is in the back of my mind telling me we could edge, the, edge it by the old goal in seven or something. So why not wow. say something? I don't know. Or three Arsenal after extra time or something, but we'll see. Well, that would be that would be good, wouldn't it? I mean, you know, three two after extra time would be would be good enough. Yeah. Four three, I mean, wow, what a what a great um, what a great game that would be. Um, yeah, yeah be I mean, I mean, who knows? Honestly, it, it's so difficult to, mm, to predict. Um, Nigel in Texas says, "Evening, chaps. Just dropping by to say that a victory at Wembley will be the perfect tonic after the disaster oh. class against Man United. Exactly oh. that. Yeah, we want to put that. Oh, last much. night. Oh, last night. Yeah, yeah. last night. Yeah, last night's game. Not, not, not obviously the women against Man United because they they showed how you go away to clubs like Man United and win. The women have showed." Leading the way again, aren't they? Um, Rajandra says they're 3 1 to the Arsenal, that would be very, very nice indeed. Uh, Nigel says 2 1 to Arsenal, we'll win, but I can't see us shutting them out. No, exactly. I think that, um, they're bound to score, aren't they? It's impossible to keep. I think they've scored every match this season, so it's gonna be so we actually. So it's not gonna be nil nil, is it? That's for certain. And Nigel says that Tobin Heath has also inexplicably gone missing. She's not played, she's not going to play. Andrea says she's not fit for this game either. Um, which is, is a strange one. She's only played a couple of games, hasn't she, since she's come. And she's looked good when she's played, but she's just not played enough. And and the same with Iwabochi as well. She's not really played much, has she? Really? And let's hope that she can maybe cut. She played well against Chelsea in the league, didn't she, back in September? Scored, so, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be quite looking forward to seeing how she uh, can maybe come on or have some impact in this game as well, perhaps. We'll see. Um, Tom says there, yeah, Red Army, indeed. Yeah. Red Army will be singing that, I'm sure, on Sunday. Um I mean, in terms of the, the team lineup, then, uh, or, or really both team lineups, are we expecting too many changes for Arsenal? Obviously, we know pretty much everybody's fit that we were expecting to be fit. I mean, Andreas, did you think it'll, it'll change too much, or do you think it will be very similar to the side that played against Man United? Um, I thought uh, really a lot about the lineup, and, and I made some points here. Uh, it, in in defense, it depends uh, how fit Jen is. 
She was mm -hmm. uh, substituted in the first Scotland uh, match a week mm -hmm. ago, but uh, now we heard that she's in training and she's fit. So uh, I think if if she's really fit, uh, she will pair with Lotta in in central mm -hmm. defense. Yeah. If, if uh, yeah. Jonas has any doubts about her fitness, uh, he will uh, rely on Simone. I think. Mm. Uh, but I would feel better to, to see Lotta and Jen together because mm. she's, she's the more experienced in, in, that, in such big games. Mm. And uh, as we said in, in last week's, uh, Lotta needs uh, someone uh, who's, who's guiding her, who's helping her. She's not the, the leader in the defense. Uh, mm. yeah. If she's in the match, she really plays well and, and she made a good match for, for the Linuses. And but uh, I would feel better if uh, Jen is her partner in the central defense. And then yeah. I think uh, Jonas will will uh, bring Steph on on the left back and Katie yeah. the winger. Uh, mm. it, my, my thought is uh, Chelsea will play with a back three and we have to mm -hmm. overload this back three. They make mistakes. I've seen many matches from Chelsea in this season just because they are our biggest opponent. And I, I want to know how they act, how they play. And uh, Minnie Bright is really good defender, but she has not the speed as mm -hmm. our uh, attackers have. And uh, they make mistakes. And these, these uh, back three, uh, mm -hmm. if you overload them, it can create chances. And this might be a thought from Jonas that he says, Steph and uh, Katie on the left wing, mm -hmm. and maybe Jordan in, in offensive midfield, this could create chances for us. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think this could be a possible lineup, and and then of course Kim and uh, I think Frida in in the midfield. Mm. Maybe maybe uh, Leah on the bench first because we need Jordan in in the offensive midfield. It's our yeah. thoughts, and of course Biff and Beth are uh, out of any doubt. They have yeah, to be. Yeah, of course. Uh, and for for Chelsea, I think Emma will have um, made a lot of thoughts too. Uh, if Malmjelde is fit, it could be uh, uh, just the, the the bonus for them, because as I said, Jess Carter, uh, Millie Bright, not not the best uh, in defense. This is mm. a good chance for us, and so I think if Malmjelde won't play, then Emma might bring um, uh, Sophie Ingel in in oh, the defense. Yes. Melanie Leupolds and Sophie Ingel. Uh, and leave uh, G out. G is Ooh, okay. can make a difference, mm. but uh, then they are maybe too too offensive if they bring Kerr, Kirby and Fleming. Mm. Uh, maybe uh, this could be Wrighton and Ingel and Leupold's just because mm -hmm. she knows that the back three uh, is is not the safest part in in her team. Yeah, no, I mean that, that, that's true. I mean, I, I actually got a, a feeling that she she might go four at the back because she knows that we'll play four at the back, and maybe to try to play a similar shape to us. Maybe I'm not sure. We will see. I mean, she might think three at the back gives them more stability. Maybe um, to, to play. I mean, I, I agree. They've made a lot of they've made a lot of mistakes at the back, but they haven't conceded a goal for a long time. And I know that's to do with the quality of the opposition as much as anything else. And if they make those similar mistakes against our, our, our forwards, you'd imagine that we'll take advantage of that with the players that we've got. So let's hope that they continue to make a few mistakes. I mean, Bajandra says there in the chat, he thinks the, the Australian players might be out because of the journey. Um, 
Well, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think they'll probably be playing, to be honest. Uh, in the USA? Well, no. I'm sure they would have got an early release anyway because yeah. they can do get some sort of permit. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure I, I saw Caitlin, so. not Caitlin, sorry. Uh, Steph was on a flight um, back from back to London. Yeah, no, I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll be. I mean, Chelsea are going to make sure that Sam Kerr's available. We can guarantee that much. You know, if, if yeah. they, you know, maybe sent a dummy out to play and left her at ho- left her at home the whole way through, probably, just so they make sure she could play. I would imagine. But, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, I'll, I'll be surprised if they don't play. Let's put it that way. Um, I mean, Matt, what were your kind of thoughts on the team lineup? And do you think we're going to change things to match? Because Chelsea have been playing for it at the back most of the season. Do you think we'll change to adapt to that, or do you think we'll stick with what we're good at and? Um, you know, maybe let Emma make some changes perhaps to her lineup. Um, I think what will probably happen is that Jonas will probably have an idea what he wants to play right now. Um, whether he decides to play two at the back or perhaps adjust it a little bit so that we've got um wing backs instead of full backs. Uh, mm. I think Andreas is right that we are going to have uh Casey on the wing and Steph, Steph as well at full-back or, on, or as a wing-back. I think Noel plays as well. Um, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. just the way it is at the moment. Um, that midfield is debatable. Do you go for stability or creativity? Um, with Jordan Nobbs, Kim Little and Frieden Marnham. Okay, Marnham can play pretty much a bit of anywhere. Um but if you have Leah Walty in there, you've got some sort of de- defensive stability so that she can stop mm-hmm. those sort of counts, count, uh, counters that we're going to expect from Chelsea. It's a hard one to call. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I think every time we look at this team, we've got something wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, th- I was a bit surprised that uh, that we lost. Uh, we didn't have Iwabuchi for the Man United game. Yeah, I was. Um, and someone said it was because she made comments... And then she was racially abused online. Oh, um, yeah, she was actually. That's and true. someone was going injuries, this, that, and the other. Let's just just out of the way. Let's not condone that uh, those no, people. Absolutely not. Yeah. Because yeah, she yeah. has every right to uh, to her opinions about Arsenal. She was only supporting Tommy Asu. Yeah. Um, so, I think ideally, if she does come, if, if she's playing on the bench or anything. We need to give her a big support. Make sure that she's yeah, not alone. Yeah. And whoever those people are, okay, they've got these opinions, and they they should be they shouldn't be there in the first place. But it happens. Um, mm-hmm. The interesting one will probably be if Viv does play up top. Who's going to play? Is it going to be Beth? Is it going to be Katie? Mm. Is it, it's it's going to be it's going to be too hard. Cool. Yeah, no, it is. It is. I mean, obviously, Jonas is a coach. We've got to trust what he picks. And yes, we we, we tend to. He always puts one or two in that we're not expecting, or changes things around a little bit. So let let's hope he he does pick the right team and formation this game. I'm sure he will. He, he did. He has done most of the season. We can't really uh, sort of complain that too much. I mean, Emma, what, what would your team be then if if you could pick the team now? What would you? What team would you pick if you if you was Jonas yeah. now? What team would you be picking? Yeah, I, again, I wouldn't tend to deviate too much from what Andy and uh, Matt have been saying. I would, of course, I would start with Manu in goal. I think the back four is just settled as it's been pretty much all season. I'd go with Steph, Noel, and Lotter and Jen at the back. 
Katie, on that left-hand side, there's a good understanding between Steph and Katie. And the way he's been working, I think playing as a left-sided part of the front three has been working really well because she, she links up so well with Vivian Beth. So I think the front three would be, yeah, so front three would probably be Katie, Vivian Beth. And in midfield, it depends. But, I mean, it's hard to leave out Frida because she's had a superb impact on the squad since she's uh, come into in, since she's come into the squad and uh, Kim and John, uh, John Jordan are virtually <laughs> Kim and Jordan are virtually undroppable. If if Leah, it's either Leah or Frida is probably the only slight concern. And and so let's see what happens. I mean, but I think that lineup pretty much speaks for itself. And uh, one nobody's mentioned Keats. I know she's had a bit of a difficult start mm. to life in London, but she's had a full rest. So I mean, she could be fit and ready to come on. So then should we be struggling? Say so. That would be my lineup. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the I think the defense, as you say, I think that's pretty much picking itself, isn't it? Now Jen is apparently fit. If, if she, as long as she's fit enough to play, then you'd imagine she'll she'll play there. Since since actually, I know we, we were talking about obviously Leah Williamson being out, and since she's mm. been out, we haven't conceded a goal. So you know, I suppose you know we, we can't uh, you know maybe we we've coped with that a little bit better than we assume that we would. Although we've only played against Koga uh, and, and Man United, I suppose. That's um, but you know you, you can only play what's in front of you. But I mean, I'm not sure whether he might go with perhaps the with with, with Leah Walty and with Freedom Manham in midfield yeah. as a you know just to, to certainly to start with maybe to make sure that Chelsea don't get through because obviously that, they, they've got strength in midfield as we know. So yeah. he may look to do that. Like I'm sure that was how he played that first league game, wasn't it? And of course at, at the Emirates, um, you know, Iwobuchi played on that sort of left side, didn't she? And Katie McKay was left back. And that kind of worked quite well, actually. So I don't know whether he'll put Iwobuchi straight back in the starting lineup when she's not played for a while, but um, that was an option there in that game that worked. So yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Obviously, he, he's got it's good to have good choices of, of players to pick. Actually, you know, uh, is Jordan Nobbs going to start? Is Freedom Manham going to start? Is Leah Walty going to start? All these questions, you know, is is Katie McCabe going to play left back or is she going to play in in the front line? Yeah, uh, you know, and all the, all these different options that we've got. And which is great. It's just um, you know, let's hope that he comes up with the right formula to to be to beat Emma. And I'm sure this is gonna be a real tactical battle between them two, actually. And, and the starting lineups could um could be key to that, couldn't it, when we see what they are. I wouldn't be surprised if Chelsea do go four at the back for this game, you know, just because they know yeah. uh, strength going forward. But unless they practiced it enough, they're probably not gonna want to change, are they, to um too too much going into a big game like right. this. Um Tom says there, yeah, looking forward to meeting you and Matt Rich. I think uh, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan from another podcast, yeah, Ryan's going as well. He said he's going with, with Lottie and George. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good match and have a few celebratory <laughs> Well, hopefully it's a celebratory yeah. Let's hope so. And Nigel says that the Matildas are crucial to this side. Yeah. You know, we need them, definitely, without a shadow of a doubt. And Tom says 100% she is our player and will support all the way. Yeah, meaning, of course, Manu oh, yeah. yeah, totally agree. Uh, you're always going to get idiots online who want to cause problems yeah. and stuff like that. But he'll never win because you know the good people uh, far outweigh him. And Nigel says there, uh, Loss has been a fine deputy for Leah. No, she has, yeah. Big chance for her to make an impression in a big game. Yeah, I mean, we, we were sort of saying a couple of weeks ago that she'd maybe has a little bit of concentration issues in games, but actually, the last couple of games, I think she's been a lot better. She's Definitely. been more focused from the start. Definitely. I think that making us the first start for England the other night as well is probably yeah. another big confidence boost for her. Let's hope that she can go on now and really. Um, Prove that we don't. We're not going to miss Leah Williamson as much as, as we all thought we would. Because yeah. as much as she's a great player, um, 
and she's probably my favourite Arsenal player at the moment. It, it's mm -hmm. a big loss, but ultimately we don't want to miss her because we want the players who come in to to make that that job um, do the job just as well. And I'm sure that, that she will. She certainly has done uh, so far. Uh, Ryan, they were talking about Ryan just a minute ago. He's in the chat there, anyway. I'm looking forward to Sunday. <laughs> um, oh, all right, I hope you're right here. Yeah, it'd be good. And Rajendra says there, um, I saw the international with USA at Newcastle on YouTube. Oh, on Newcastle, Australia, Australia, yeah. Yeah, Australia, exactly, yeah. Uh, Rajendra says there, so will our uh, left back be back? Yeah, I, I would assume so. Yeah, um, I thought Steph plays on the right. Uh, no, the person, I thought Steph plays on the right, not the left. She's left back, isn't she? Left back, yeah. And Ryan says there, what's the news on BT? We believe she's fit. She's been training. So yeah. we yeah. believe she's fit to play. Let's let's hope that's true. We've certainly been hearing that she's, she's been training. Yeah. So let's hope she is. Um, and then uh, Tom says, yeah, there he is. Exactly. Yeah, we were just uh, just talking about him. And he pops up, which is good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, what a fantastic occasion it's going to be. And we're yeah. all really excited for it, I'm sure. And looking forward to, to a great game and a great day. And let's hope that we do um, come out on top. Um, just sort of moving on just a little bit. Obviously, there was a big award recently, last week or so, for probably our greatest ever player or certainly one of our oh, greatest yeah. ever players. And there she is there, Viva Calls with the BBC Women's Player of the Year. Um, fantastic. Fully deserved as well. I mean, she's been brilliant this year. Obviously, not only for Arsenal, but also for the Netherlands as well um, in the Olympics and stuff like that. So you can understand she was a good choice for the award, definitely wasn't she? And I know we've said it before. She doesn't. She doesn't do it for for no. individual awards, does she? She does it for being part of the team. Um, one thing that worried me a little bit, though, Andreas, was the comments from her agent this week about her future. What did you make of that? Oh, yeah, I read this too, um, but it's not a surprise that uh, big teams are are looking for her and, and made offers. Yeah. Uh, every every team uh, that wants to to reach titles or, or wants to win the Champions League must look for such a player like Viv if her contract uh, is ending. So it's it's quite normal, and uh, he he doesn't have to to name the the clubs. He said big clubs, of course, it will be Barcelona, Lyon, maybe PSG, and but he also said that Arsenal made an offer too to to extend the contract. This is normal too, and yeah. As we said it a few times, it, it will be decided during uh, uh, spring. It, it depends how mm -hmm. how the season develops, how the team develops. Uh, before the season started, I would have said there's a maximum of 30% chance that she will sign a new contract. Mm -hmm. Now I think it's 50-50. It could be. And, and maybe uh, the the 1% for Arsenal could be given by Lisa. If she she says, I like I like it at, at West Ham, I want to stay in London, then we won't leave. It could be that she wants to go to Barcelona. Yeah, that's the worry for me, actually, Barcelona, because, you know, Obviously, we we we, we played them. We will talk about it in a minute. But we we played them recently, and you could see what a level above us they were that particular night, in, and obviously where they've been over the last few years as well. So yeah, that would be a big a big pull, I guess, for her. But I mean, it's always worrying when you hear when you, what you want to hear is you want to hear Viv or her agent come out and say no, she's happy at Arsenal, she wants to stay, and then that makes us all feel happy. And when you know yeah. the obviously her agent say, well, is this club interested? This clubs are interested. She hasn't decided yet. It's a bit of a worry, but hopefully. Um, if, if 
the season pans out as we're hoping it might do. And who knows, maybe winning the trophy again on Sunday, winning the FA Cup might be another thing in the bank for her to think, you know what, I want to stay in it with this project now and, and see if we can take it forward. You know, we're top of the league. If we win the Cup as well, I think that could be a, a big a big pull for her as well. But it is a worry for me that, you know, it hasn't been sorted yet. And we've had these contracts issues with the, with the men's team, haven't we, over the years? And we end up losing our best players. And yeah, I don't definitely. want that to happen again. I know things are no. different with the women's side of things. But, yeah, it is a worry. I mean, Matt, do you think that, Sunday's result could play a part. Obviously, Lisa's important as well, but do you think yeah. Sunday's result could play a part in how she sees this this team developing over the next two or three years? I don't think it's just that. I think it will be how Jonas has adjusted, how the team has adjusted as a whole, mm. how she sees herself in this team. Is she the fact that Iwabuchi is here has probably helped? Yes. I've been looking at that and probably saying I, we needed this player last year and she didn't come. She went to Aston Villa. Mm. Um, if perhaps maybe there's some sort of promise of perhaps maybe after the Euros going after some more Dutch players so that they've got that sort of click again, uh, might help a little bit. I'm hoping that she stays, but I think we've had this so many times that if she does go on her way, she goes with our best wishes because she's just been amazing. Oh, absolutely. Um, we're not going to see any player come in and be, um, she's all, I can't, she's one of those players that you just look at and go, I can't, I can't replace you. No matter what you do, you can't replace her. Mm. Um, so it's going to be her decision and whether or not she yeah. decides to carry on or not, we've got to accept it. Perhaps maybe she'll be looking towards, Sorting that contract after the season finishes, um, that'll be towards the middle of May, won't mm -hmm. it? So that's yeah. the most, that'll probably be where she'll probably readjust herself and probably say, yeah. right, I need to sign this contract, or right, I need to find it. But Lisa is also yeah. one of the connections. If Lisa is to stay, maybe she might fight for a place. She might she might find a new position. You never know. Mm -hmm. um, I think, West, I think it's more likely that she'll probably sign for West Ham, if anything, more than like If she stays in England and London, I think she'll sign for West Ham mm -hmm. rather than... I don't think she'll get back in this Arsenal team, actually, if I'm honest. Or Lisa, yeah. You never, you never, you never know. I th you can't... It's always going to come up, you know, come through your mind. that, And I think if it's going to be her last season, make sure she goes out with fireworks. Don't... Yeah. Uh, if, if, if we get to say... If we do go through to the Champions League knockout rounds, um, say we lose to say PSG one by a goal on aggregate, mm. um, over the two legs, she might see that as progress. She might change her mind. You never know what could happen. No, we don't know what's going to happen. And, and you know, as uh, as Nigel says, out twenty five years of age, you would imagine that this yeah. is her last big contract. Yeah, it probably will be. So it's, it's a massive move for her isn't it at this time in her career as well so let's hope that she makes the right decision that we want i suppose nigel says football agents are oh, a cancer yeah. in the game 100 absolutely yeah. totally agree and they, they need to be eradicated out of the game if possible that'll never happen Regenda says great viv winning i voted for you i think we all voted for her, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly got five right. votes and you're voting out for as well plus loads of others obviously um Regenda says their barcelona don't have the money Ooh. well they've not got a bad team they must have they that's must have played because, yeah. Yeah. because no, exactly. we uh, Finoise said that they're, they're, they're going to have more money 
and that was put towards transfers. Perhaps that might be more of a, a put it more towards Arsenal than any other club at the moment. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see what happens. I mean, obviously, Emma obviously must be delighted that Viv won the award first of all, but you know, her future is still it's still a, a, a worry, isn't it? Because as as Matt rightly says, she is pretty much irreplaceable, and if she does leave, mm-hmm. we're going to struggle to find the players to come in and, and replace her. Certainly, the number of goals that she scores as, as much as anything else, just an all round play though as well. I mean, we just got to hope and pray, haven't we now? Yeah, I mean, I don't heard too much about this thing, but yeah, it has been. I don't know whether I wouldn't say the contract talks were. From what I've gathered, is that they stalled a lot. But yeah, I mean, it was. It said it all depends on what happens with Lisa, and she's spoken openly in the past about if she loves playing. Well, I don't know if she loves if she talked about whether she loves playing for the club, but she was saying, "Oh, thanks you to my teammates, and they just love having her around." So mm-hmm. that could yeah. be. That could be a deciding factor in whether she wants to stay. I mean, Jonas has got a big part to play in it as well. And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. let's wait and see what happens. I mean, with Barcelona, with, just a, with all the players they got, your Hansons, your Pateases, and all, all those world-class forwards they got, I don't see where she'd... Where, and Hermoso as well is another example. Where would they? Where would she fit in there? I mean, they've got, uh, they got a they're spoil for choice there. So they're, they're spoiled for choice there, so... I mean, let's see what happens at the end of the day. I'd love her to stay, but at the end of the day, it's down to her and Lisa. And, uh, well, mm-hmm. I'd like to just say, hopefully see you as many of you on Sunday. And uh, this is where I'll be leaving for now. So take care and all the best. Yeah, no problem, mate. Thank you for coming on. Right, take care. Take care. Take it easy, mate. Thank you. Bye. So Amar is just off there. Of course, he's... Um... He's, he's he's probably feeling how I'm feeling, but mine's more of just a general illness as opposed to something that's uh, that I've added to my um, immune system unnaturally, I suppose you could say. But anyway, um, sure you'll be fine for Sunday as well, so that'll be good. Um, uh, Regendra says they uh, they don't have long term contracts in women's football, not so much long term, but obviously their money involvement has a lot more than it used to be, and I'm sure it'll be a big contract to ever whatever contract she, she signs. There are no transfer fees in the women's game. Um, I think there are sort of transfer fees, aren't there? There must be. I, I don't know exactly how that transfers Yeah, work. Uh, Nikita Paris was our most expensive transfer. Yeah. I think just over the £100,000. Yeah, I mean, obviously, they're a lot lower in the men's game, but that's because there's not as much money around in the women's game yet. But with the Sky deal, who knows? Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sure the transfer fees will start being an issue in the women's game as they have done in the men's game as well. Um, but we'll see. Hopefully, that's not going to happen yet. Uh, of course, before we finish, we do. We've got another big game this week, haven't we? On on Thursday, um, you know, hopefully we'll be buzzing after after Sunday. Everybody looking forward to it. So we just have a, have a quick look at this one as well, because obviously it's before next week's show. So we need to have a look at ahead today, this game as well. Of course, we only need a point to guarantee qualification to the knockout stage. Uh, it is at the Emirates. I don't know if that's an advantage or not, playing against Barcelona. I mean, first of all, we just have to say how sorry we feel for Andreas, who had, had his flights everything planned to come over for that game. On Thursday, now of course, due to the restrictions in place, he can't make it. So yeah, very very sad uh, occasion for for Andreas. Unfortunately, we all do feel desperately sorry for him. But um, I mean, you still must be looking forward to the game. I know it's not going to be the same for you now, is it? Unfortunately, of course, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I will sit on TV and watch it. And and every minute, I will think uh, now I could be at the Emirates myself, but due to travel restrictions, it's not possible. I have. I would have to to quarantine uh, for three days or two days plus plus the yeah. day for the PCR result. 
unfortunately that's not possible but i hope the the girls will make it without me <laughs> and and uh, for for the match itself of course it will depend on the cup final how how they are in their mind how how mm-hmm. maybe uh, winning could could let them, them fly over the top and, and make everything possible um, losing uh, makes it difficult but as, as strange as it sounds it, it will be easier to have such a massive match four days later uh, than to play yeah. versus the side of West Ham or Everton also that the concentration will be much higher and and no matter how the result is on Sunday, they will concentrate on Barcelona because it's it's such a, a massive match that that uh, uh, everybody wants to play Barcelona because every everybody in the team knows this is the best team in Europe now. And mm-hmm. and if you have won or, or lost uh, the cup final, you want to beat Barcelona or at least at least show them that we are. Uh, at a at an equal level and and not being thrashed again like we were in Barcelona, so uh, it, it's uh, as I said it sounds strange but it will be easier for the mind to concentrate on this match four days later, and uh, of mm. course I'm looking forward to it. It's it will be a fantastic match and I, I hope we can compete against Barcelona because what they were doing with us in the first leg it was <laughs> unbelievable. I never saw better. Uh, match from a women's football team than Barcelona, especially in the first half. Mm. So, uh, no, I, I agree. In, yeah, in the Emirates, it will be a different match, and yeah, maybe uh, we can we can make a surprise possible because even a draw would be a surprise. To be honest, Barcelona is the best yeah. team in in Europe, and uh, but uh, both teams need one point to qualify for the next round. Barcelona would be. Uh, Definitely on first place with one point, and mm-hmm. and we would qualify. So, I hope for a draw. Maybe it's one-one. Uh, this would be my prediction. My hope. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I suppose it helps that Barcelona only need a draw to guarantee winning the group, but they'll probably feel they can get at least that in their last game anyway. When they're playing against uh, the Danish side, you'd imagine that they will be confident of winning that game anyway. So, um, yeah, it is going to be. Obviously, we know it's going to be a difficult game. I'm not sure that the Emirates. Playing it at the Emirates is actually an advantage to us um, in terms of the, the bigger pitch and stuff like that. A big crowd, it might—I mean, it might do. Um, who knows? You know that they, but I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, if we can get a draw, that would be—I think one—that would be a, a fantastic result anyway. But secondly, it would be a, a kind of send out a message that you know we can be taken seriously in the Champions League. Yeah, okay. You could say if we draw over the two games against Barcelona, if it was a two-leg tie, we would have got knocked out. But if we can get a draw against them and compete with them for 90 minutes, even if we don't get a draw, if we compete with them for 90 minutes and we play at our full capacity and we give them a game, then I yeah. think that could set us up nicely for the knockout stage should we get there. And, you know, we, we do still need a point, but we have got Hoffenheim to come in the last game. So we've got, it's in our hands still, even if we do lose, I suppose. You've got to look at it like that. Um, you know, we did get a big win against them at home as well. So it is massively in our favour. Um, Nigel says there, uh, sick and tired of being bullied by Barcelona. Yeah, I think we all are. It's happened too many times. Uh, we need to go to war with them at the Emirates. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with Andreas that I think the FA Cup final before this actually might not be such a bad thing in the end. 
win or lose on Sunday because you've got a big game coming so quickly. You haven't got time to feel sorry for yourself if you lose because we've got a massive game. And I think that's a good thing. Obviously, if we win, hope they don't celebrate too much and then maybe they lose they lose focus a little bit for the Barcelona game. But that's the other maybe downside to it, perhaps. But yeah, I think it's it is maybe come at a good time. It's a big week. And if the players aren't motivated for this week, they're never going to be, are they, for these two games? And uh, let's hope that they, I'm, I'm sure they will be. I mean, Matt, what, what are you thinking of this game against Barcelona? Can we get this point against Barcelona and put this Champions League group to bed? Or do you think we're going to have to pull something out away in Hoffenheim uh, the week after? I think my main problem is the fact that, let's say we lose against Chelsea on um, Sunday. Um, they'll yeah, they'll be up for it, no problem. My main issue is that the problem is if they lost that game was probably because the media attention was more towards the Barcelona game than the FA Cup game. I don't know if you've seen, but there's loads of behind the scenes videos that are going around. There's uh, uh that Arsenal women are showing up of them at, at the Emirates, they've been training at the Emirates today. Um, that was live, I, I wasn't able to see it because of. I don't know connection issues or whatever, um, but it's it's so strange that this game's coming up. Yes, it's in at our home, effectively. Mm. Um, yes, we're going against the European champions, but I think we're going there. We know the pitch a little bit better now. Um, yeah, they don't. Uh, they're going to be probably. A, Full of confidence because on when I, I think they play on Sunday against Bilbao, um, so they'll probably be full of confidence, thinking, "Oh, this we got this in the in the bag. It's three points guaranteed." I, uh, the worst thing for us would be we lose that and then we go and beat them in our own, but effectively our second home. Uh, that would be it. Would be good for us just to get that confidence up and it would show them no one's afraid of you. We're gonna we're gonna. Mm-hmm. Um, knock your uh, what do I put it down as? Uh, not knock their uh, image and their pride. Um, uh, they're not invincible. They they are there to be taken. Um, it just depends on how things go, how their injury situation is at the moment. The problem is you can't find much about them. No. No, you can't. I mean, I think one one of the one of the reasons why we've been training at the Emirates this week is because it's very similar to Wembley in terms of size of the pitch and stuff like that as well. And I think that that's one of the reasons as well. Plus, of course, the Barcelona game is at the Emirates, so it's kind of works two ways as well, which which is great. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be. I think when we played them away, certainly in the first half, I think we would show them far too much respect, didn't we? We sat off them uh, and we allowed them to. to basically play in front of us and it was very difficult um the longer that game went on yes we were 3-0 down early in the second half and it was gone but at least we did get back into it and we showed that we can create chances against and we did create one or two we got a goal could have had one or two others there was a chance we had was it Nikita Paris wasn't it everyone cleared off the line so you know we, we we could have got a couple of goals and if we start the game believing in ourselves that we can get something against them then I think we've got a chance because don't show them that respect uh, you know, they deserve respect, of course. They're a very good team. But we need to go out there and say we're a good team as well. We need to show them this is is what we can do. And we can compete with the best teams in Europe. And I think that over there, we didn't do that enough at the beginning and we got punished. And that's going to be the lesson that we need to learn from this game, I think. And yes, I think coming straight after the cup final, how we're feeling, 
um, you know, recovering from that game as well. If it does go to extra time on Sunday, then, you know, it's, you know, obviously Barcelona only have a league game. They haven't got a, a cup final. So we've got more pressure on us and we could, as I say, have extra time and penalties. So it, it's going to be tougher to recover for us. But if they're not motivated and lifted by playing at the Emirates with a big crowd in, I believe there's already, they've had to change the kickoff time, haven't they? Due to the fact yeah. that so many tickets have been sold. Um, which is, which is a, West yeah. Ham and Tottenham are at home, but who cares yeah. about them too? No, exactly. But because because there's more than, I think, is it more than yeah. 10,000 tickets have been yeah. sold? They, they can't have the game kicking off later in the evening um, because of the, the the London situation with everybody coming out of games at the same time. So um, that's a good thing in a way that so many people are getting behind it. It could be a really big crowd, actually, and it'd be great. Um, that will lift us and we can show that we can compete with them. Because that's what I want to see. You know, whether we win, lose or draw, I want to see us for 90 minutes compete with who are the best team in Europe, the Champions League holders. And we saw what they did to us before. So we just need to go over there, be, be brave and, and show what we're about. And if we lose, we lose. But at least lose, go down fighting a little bit. I felt in the first game, we were too timid for too long and we didn't really show what we were about. And it was too late by the time we started playing. I want us to go for it from the start and go toe-to-toe with them. And who knows? We've got good enough players. We can score goals against anyone. We we we, you know, we cause them problems in that game towards the end. So yeah. you know, let's let's hope that we can. Uh, Rajendra says there uh, a good cold day is what we need on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, they probably won't like it if it's cold and icy and a bit of snow maybe coming down. That might be nice, mightn't it? It doesn't um, like it when it's cold either. No, so, well, no, no. Um, Nigel says I was shell shocked watching the game on a screen. I can only imagine how the players felt chasing shadows all game. No, exactly. It was a tough game, certainly that first half. But I thought we maybe we create a lot of our own issues that night by sitting off too much and just show, I thought showing them too much respect. Um, but I'm sure we won't on Thursday. I'm sure we will knuckle down and really go for it. And who knows? A draw would be a fantastic result. It gets us through. Um, and that's that would be amazing as well. And to show them that they're not going to have it all their own way in the Champions League. You know, that, that teams can can cause them problems and can get a result against them. And why not it be us? Because we're certainly good enough, I think, on our day to, to get a result against anyone. So let's let's go for it and let's see. But another I mean, this is probably the the biggest week, <laughs> the biggest week of the season, isn't it? Certainly so far. Hopefully there'll be a few more bigger weeks later on in the season when league titles and you know Champions Leagues are, are coming up for grabs. Hopefully we're still in stuff then and we'll have a bigger week then. But certainly it's probably the biggest week for Arsenal women for a long time, actually, isn't it? When you think about it, probably since the last time we, we won the league, I would say. So let's hope that it can be a good week. Um, two two good results or two good performances and, and two good results would be amazing, wouldn't it? Well, just, I'll, I'll be, you're, you're, no, go on, go on, as long as we, I think we when we went in and got those tackles in, they weren't expecting them, but they were going over like they were playing in the Spanish men's team. So hopefully, if we do that a little bit more, we might be able to get away with a little bit more than we did because that, that yellow card situation yeah. was a bit of a mess. Yeah, it was. It was. The referee was, was awful in that game, as we know. Um, but yeah, maybe if we if we can get some tackles in and we don't get yellow cards straight away, then it's going to unsettle them a little bit more, isn't it? And that, like you said, they wasn't expecting to be tackled and the referee didn't want them to be tackled because every time we went near them, she got a yellow card out, didn't she? So, you know, let's hope it'll be, I'm sure it'll be different on Thursday, you know, it'll be a different referee, I'm sure, and um, it'll be a totally different game. And let's hope we, we can we can produce the, the result. I say, you know, it is, it is, these are the sort of weeks, aren't they? You know, obviously we talked about Viv signing a contract. These are the sort of weeks that Viv's going to want to be a part of on a regular basis, isn't she? And if if we can provide her with weeks like this more regularly, she's much more likely to want us to want to stay because she is settled in London. She does love playing for the club. There's no doubt about that. And we just need to make sure that on the pitch, 
we give her reasons to to want to stay and and help to develop this team and help push us on to what's looking at the moment like a really exciting an exciting season, isn't it? And I mean, we couldn't have, like you said, Andreas, earlier on at the start of the season, we'd never have imagined this is where we would be now in this situation, would we? At the start of the season, who would have thought that really? I know we finished last season quite well, but a new manager had come in. We didn't really know too much about him, did we? I mean, we've kind of come at us to sort of the halfway point in the season, I suppose, December. What have you made of it all so far, Andreas, the season? I mean, obviously, we've got a cup final. We're top of the league. We're almost through in the Champions League. It couldn't have really gone much better, could it? 16 games. Is it 16 wins out of 18 games or something we've had this season so far? Uh, so far, the season went nearly perfect for us. And uh, before the season started, uh, our main problem was to qualify for the, for the group stage in the Champions League. It was not sure that we will play... Uh, Champions League. There was uh, two qualifying rounds, and uh, we had a great start in the season. We got our rhythm, and then we had we could take this positive effects uh, to the start of the WSL. So mm. it was nearly nearly perfect. It's only the the Spurs match where we lost two points, but uh, you, you can't win every match. And and for Thursday, we we shouldn't show too much respect. Of course, we yeah. must respect them. They are the best team in Europe, and if you if you see how they how they thrashed Hoffenheim, uh, uh, the, the match yeah. in Barcelona, Hoffenheim had had zero shots on on their goal, <laughs> zero. And in in the second leg in Germany, they had one shot on the goal, but zero on target. So, <laughs> and and they they are a good team, uh, yeah. five nil, four nil. Barcelona is is fantastic team. And we, we must show respect, but not too much respect. We must try to get into the match, to get our rhythm and, and try uh, to create uh, chances ourselves, not, not waiting what they are doing, not giving no. all, all possession to them. It's difficult. I'm sure uh, the girls will be focused. And, and Jonas has learned from the first match in Barcelona. It's, the, the season is, is, is much much far on now and and he he knows better uh how how his team reacts how how he can react uh how he can how he can play uh the girls uh or, or whom he can bring from the bench so it, it's a different situation and it's it's a home match so i hope that that uh, it will be an open match at least more open than it was in in spain and and hopefully yeah. we won't won't uh, concede uh, an early goal that this was would destroy everything it would yeah i mean you make a good point actually about hoffenheim in the two games they had one shot on target we had three or four in the first game so <laughs> got a little bit reason to be slightly more optimistic maybe on that basis that i think we can create opportunities and we've got players who can score goals and who knows if we score first then it's going to be an interesting game isn't it but as you said if we concede the first goal early on then it could be a long night as indeed it was um the last time and michael's in the chat there i think he might be a barcelona fan he's made a few comments about barcelona before us making excuses getting your referee excuses in early i see well it's not an excuse we, you know we lost in a better team last time but the referee was horrendous um uh, this is this is going to get ugly. The eight nil Spain versus Scotland had nine Barcelona players. Yeah, but I mean like England won twenty nil with a few of the Arsenal players in, didn't they? So you know, yeah. let's, 
Let's, let's get a bit of perspective. Scotland aren't a very good team, are they, nationally? So, you know, we win 20 nil. If you win 20 nil, then get back to us when you've won 20 nil with nine players in your team, not not nine. I mean, eight nil is just that's like an amateur score, that eight nil, isn't it? You want to win 20 nil and stuff like that. That's that's what the best teams do. So, you know, <laughs> and Regina says, we need to show determination, which is the difference between us and Barcelona. Yeah, last time we, we didn't really, for too long in that game, we didn't impose our game on them. I want to see on Thursday. I want to see us impose our game. And if we lose, we lose. But we've lost to a very good team if we do. And if we can get a result, then we'll all be delighted, I'm sure. Um, just a little stat, actually. Um, before we played Barcelona before, we'd gone nine games unbeaten in the season since the start of the season. Since Barcelona, we've gone eight games unbeaten. So if we don't lose on Sunday, it'd be nine games unbeaten either side of the two Barcelona games. So that makes me think we're not going to lose on Sunday now just because it'll be a nice statistical kind of way, nine games before Barcelona, nine games after Barcelona, I'm being. So let's hope that that happens. But it's football, not mathematics. No, <laughs> I know it isn't. I, I just, it's just a nice little stat that I want to kind of, you know, be nice when you just to round it off nicely. And then hopefully, but make it make it a 10 games I'm beating and, and don't lose to Barcelona. That's even better, isn't it? Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll see. I mean, Matt, you must have enjoyed this season then so far. I mean, it has gone far better than we could have hoped for, really. And I know we were disappointed with a Tottenham result um, you know, dropping points there. But as Andrea said, you can't win every game. And we haven't done too badly. Every 16 wins out of 18 games this season in all competitions is pretty impressive, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's the key point, really, is that I think when we look back on what we expected this season, we said make the group stages, see if we could make the knockouts of the Champions League. Mm. Uh, if we could, if I said if we could compete, uh, for the top three spaces, I wasn't expecting City to almost no. um, throw away the key and go right. Okay, you, to, uh, you uh, Chelsea and Arsenal can have the title race this season, and has left a, a big opportunity for other teams. Um, uh, it's been a huge, um, huge, huge improvement. The fact that we've also mm. got the final on Sunday. Should also show you how well Jonas has done in six months, nearly six. Yeah, it's got to be over nearly six months now. Yeah, yeah. He's joined, so he's he's obviously he's doing something right. I'm hoping that he continues to prove me wrong, and we're not just going to be oh we're third again. It will be. It looks more likely now we're going to be second or first, and I'm going to sit my lip right there about that because I don't want to. Um, <laughs> Touch words. Um, what was the saying? I can't uh, just uh, cause any problems for the team. But that being said, the last time, um, last two times I've been to see Arsenal, Katie McCabe scored both goal, uh, two goals, mm. um, one against Aston Villa and the other one against Man United. So maybe that's a bit of a good luck sign. Um, but the Barcelona game will be a tough one. If, if you want, you wanted a prediction, I'll probably say three-one Barcelona. But the the mindset might be if Chelsea win on Sunday, then we will probably get something back because we're at the Emirates. We're going to have more fans there willing to want us to go on and win these games. Um, hopefully, no matter what happens, the girls will make us proud um, because it's an important week. And maybe this is this next week will be the week that they leave a not just a historical mark, but uh, it will define the season almost. Yeah, no, it, it definitely will. It definitely will. And to be honest with you, I, I think that whatever the, re the two results we get this week, 
whatever the two results are, I think we can't be proud of the, of the girls anyway because they've been fantastic this season. Uh, and, and Jonas as well and all his coaching staff need, need the credit as well. You know, the players have gone out there and done it, but they've done a lot of work behind the scenes. Jonas has had to get his ideas across quite quickly and he did that. And yeah, I agree. We, we had an advantage playing the qualifiers for Champions League because it gave us a few, a few games to work on things, uh, try a few different things out, get players up to speed. And I think that helped us start the season so well. Um, but yeah, it's credit to everybody. And yeah, even even if this week doesn't go as we're hoping it might in terms of results, it, we, we still need to be massively proud of what they've done. And it's still we still got the potential for it to be a great season anyway, haven't we? We, we are still top of the league. And, you know, I, I don't think there's anything to choose between us and Chelsea. And I think over the course of the season, the, the 22 games, I think that's going to be proven. I don't think there will be a lot to choose between us. You know, whoever wins the league out of us and Chelsea is going to be one point here on air, isn't it? It could even be goal difference. I mean, it's going to be really, really tight. And to me, that just shows a massive... If, even if we come second to this Chelsea team, that will show a massive improvement on the last couple of seasons, certainly, won't it? And something to really build on under this manager with this group of players and and hopefully get a few a, a couple of new players in next season as well, and we can really push on. Uh, but th- this this to me is is where we want to be. That we want to be there challenging. You, you you can't win everything. We're not going to do a 2007 again, are we? And win the lot. Well, we might do, but it, we, we probably won't. Let's be honest. And that doesn't matter, does it? I just think if we're challenging for everything, which we have done so far, and we look capable of everything, every competition this season, you got to say we've got a chance. And I think we've got a chance on Thursday of getting a result. And if we turn up and play, who knows? It could be it could be uh it could be one of the best weeks Arsenal women's ever had in the history, maybe in terms of beating two of the best teams in Europe back to back. I mean, think about that. One at Wembley and one at the Emirates. I mean, some of these players can't probably believe what's happening to them, to be honest, you know, playing these games like this this week. It's amazing, isn't it? I I feel I do feel sorry for Leah Williams and having to miss out on this week actually being being unfit because she's deserved the opportunity maybe as much as anybody coming through our system and stuff like that. So it's a shame for her. But others have got to step up, haven't they? Uh, and other other players now need to do the job and let's hope they do. And yeah, big week. Uh and it's been it's been a big season. I've really enjoyed it actually so far. And um I'll say it's going to be tense these next two games I'm sure. Um but if we can come out with two good performances, I'll be happy. And, you know, two wins will be absolutely amazing. A one win and a draw, actually, would probably be probably the best we can hope for, if we're honest, maybe. Um, I don't see any reason why we can't. Well, we can't get that. Let's let's hope that we can. Um, so, yeah, big week, big uh, big games coming up. Uh, Andreas, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, again, have you enjoyed yourself? Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. It was very interesting discussing all this with you. Thank you. No, it's always great. Yeah, it's great to have you on and brilliant uh, as always. Uh, and Matt, again, did you enjoy yourself as well? Oh, I always enjoy it when we have these talks. It's brilliant. Um, my condolences for you, Andreas. I'm sorry that you can't make it over here. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that someone will make some sort of banner or flag for you, just as a, or it's just a little bit of cardboard, just to say this is your seat or something like that. So that <laughs> you're in spirit. You'll be there in spirit and um it'll be the same for Wembley I, I wish that a lot of people will be there wishing the girls are uh, pushing for their best um this season has been a roller coaster and perhaps the roller coaster is only a quarter of the way from finishing and it'll be brilliant yeah, yeah let's, let's, we're not let's even loop to loop yet let's hope we haven't reached the top yet because I want more yeah. more to come and you know we, we, we're getting there certainly Absolutely. We'll know a little bit more, maybe, won't we, about this team 
this week, actually, when we play these these two great teams. And if we can compete against them, then I think we know that this team's good enough to, to go on to great things. Uh, and if not, we know there's going to be perhaps a bit of work to do here and there. But, you know, we've got to be happy with how things are going. And, yeah, it's, it's obviously great to have you guys on as well. Amar as well. I know he, he wasn't feeling the best tonight due to due to his, uh, his booster that he had. So uh, that was a shame. Um, Regenda says, uh, where are we meeting before the Wembley game? That's a good idea, actually. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Matt, what time are you going to be getting to Wembley? Um, so I'll, I arrive in London just after 11. Hopefully everything goes smooth because you never know what the weather's going to be like and they make delays. Yeah, um exactly. so i'm hoping to be at wembley for roughly one o'clock as long as everything goes smoothly yeah Watch i mean about half 12 or something like that yeah i mean our train i think uh doing at king's cross at about 12 o'clock i believe or might be a bit after 12 so we should be at wembley by one you know obviously getting on the the underground to get to wembley and stuff so what we could maybe look at doing is perhaps you know where the bobby moore statue is Oh yeah, maybe maybe meeting there. Um, maybe get sort of try and get there for about one o'clock. Um, yeah, that would be brilliant. And maybe meet up there, and maybe try and get Amar there as well, and um, everybody else that's going. Maybe the you know, guys in the in the chat, chat as well that were coming as well. Maybe yeah, if if you're around, maybe try to uh, like Tom and Ryan and stuff like that. If you're around, maybe try and get to the Bobby Moore statue around one o'clock, and see if we can all meet there and uh, and enjoy the pre-match atmosphere um, together. Before we go into our separate little blocks, although I'll say you and uh, you and Emma are in the same block, aren't you? So that'll be good. Yeah, it'll be quite interesting. Maybe well, we might then. have a huge uh, vlog to go out as well. Hopefully. Yeah, I'm going to be doing a lot of vlogging as well from uh, from the weekend. Hopefully, so that'll be good. Regenerus um, says he's planning to be there for twelve thirty. Okay, well, don't go in the ground then. Just hang around for a bit. There's been loads of stuff going on outside anyway. Uh, just because the time that our trains are coming in, we're not going to get there probably um at that early unfortunately but yeah if you hang around to about one o'clock we can meet you by the bobby Mars statue that'd be good uh because you've got to walk past it anyway going up wembley way i think we ran the other side to the left aren't we you walk up wembley way i think we go around to the left that's our section around yeah. there so um that'll be good so yeah we can sort it out for, for sunday that'll be good um so yeah i mean there's going to be obviously some vlogs going out matt's going to do a vlog i'll be doing some vlogging we'll do some stuff together when we're there as well be good um and so look at it for that. I mean, I'm staying overnight at Wembley, so I'll be able to upload the blog sort of Sunday evening after the game back at the hotel. So that should go out Sunday night, hopefully, um, which will be good. And Arjun uh, says he's travelling by train to Wembley Park. Oh, okay, you're going to Wembley Park. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll so try and get by the um, uh, the the Bobby Moore statue. Will be good, and we can all meet there. Um, so yeah, so thanks everyone for watching. Obviously, thanks to Andreas as always, uh, and to Matt of course as always as well, and, and Amar who was uh, who shot off a little bit earlier, but uh, uh, always great to have him on the show as well. So a big week starts uh, starts on Sunday, massive game, the FA Cup final, the 50th year. It's actually the 51st FA Cup final, but the 50th year since the first one and 100 years to the day since women's football was originally banned. So what uh, a great celebration it is for the women's for women's football in this country, actually. The two best teams in the country head-to-head. And let's hope that... The actual best team, which is us, of course, comes out on top and wins. And then it will make it a great weekend. Um, and then we can look forward to the Barcelona game as well. Um, so coming up on the town, I'll say, obviously, look out for the vlogging from, from Sunday. Obviously, Monday night, the men are playing uh, Everton. We have to suffer that as well. So I'll be doing a watch along of that on Monday night. Um, I'm coming, I'll am coming. i be back um, from Wembley probably. Uh, I think we get back in about four o'clock. So I should be back to do a watch along of that game. 
Uh, and then, of course, uh, there will be a watch of course, on Thursday as well at a Barcelona game uh, as well. Probably doing a Tuesday clinic on Tuesday, looking back on the two uh, men's games, uh, the Man United game, and hopefully a better performance against Everton. So that'll be on Tuesday. So loads coming up on the channel. So please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Give the channel a like. Give the show a like if you've enjoyed it. And we will uh, see you all again, I'll say, live on Monday. Look out for all the vlogging as well. That's going to be good. Andreas, thank you very much. We'll speak to you very soon. The next uh, next week probably and matt as well i'll hopefully see you sunday um and in the meantime obviously everybody enjoy the your weekend a big weekend for the arsenal women of course uh we'll speak to you very very soon and, and as always come on you gunners come on we'll speak to you soon guys take it easy all right cheers <laughs>